I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Wise Men Say Reaction pod. We have stopped the rot and finally got a win. The good bet has won as well as Sunderland <laughs> win 3-1 away to Plymouth Argyle. I am Roy Fallow and I am not joined by Matthew Keelan. After writing off Ross Stewart, he just couldn't face the reaction pod after a lovely performance from the lanky Scott. But instead, I'm joined by Austria's own Tom Walsh. Hello, how are we? <laughs> the tribute. I'm, Very nice. I'm just, I'm just fresh out of the bath. <laughs> Anything else you want to go on about, like an um, mod stuff? Uh, <laughs> I've, um, I've just bought myself a sausage dog. I've got to like, he's, he's barking, he's squeaking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> great lovely uh, stuff well you can hear how um giddy we are can't you tom and that's oh yes what a scintillating game of league one football <laughs> will do to you as well and to be fair quite an enjoyable game as well um it, it's easy to say now but the longer it went on you didn't feel much pressure especially with plymouth sending off and going forward we were quite strong and um, defensively a bit shaky which we'll get to but it was. It had a proper late season game vibe to it, didn't it? Where I know we needed points to like guarantee playoffs at Plymouth with not much to play for now. Us just needing that one win, really, and it made for quite an open and entertaining game. I thought. Yeah, first half, I, I thought we were going towards those kind of like routine victories that we were having like early in the season, and then second half, like really enjoyable, like chaos. Um, <laughs> We we should have won this game by about six or seven. And you could tell why they are getting pumped by six sixes and fives mm. and sixes every now and then. Um yeah, the only downside is we still can't defend, which is it's not good. <laughs> but let's let's stay on a positive track that we yeah. have won and maybe maybe this will give us a bit more okay, the we've won now. Let's let's take a moment and let's go into the playoffs. It's like we can still win, admittedly, against awful teams um but it's you know the feeling is but we've back. also been losing awful teams as well yes, to be fair yeah, yeah, so yeah. and we lost to plymouth earlier in the season for example oh, too God, so. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah remember that remember that um well it is important to go into the playoffs in good form as as well and some good performances out there obviously we didn't have Charlie Wyke and Aidan McGeady, two of our most important players, two players who were named in the League One team of the season this past week as well. And in for them, uh, well, first of all, came big Ross Stewart. A lovely, lovely finish from him and a good all-round performance as well, I thought, Tom. Our big, beautiful boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was He was very good. Very, um, 
quite impressed by him. Quite, I, I don't want to say surprised because it sounds patronizing. Like, <laughs> yeah, give me a little hair but, but that goal, it's a fantastic goal. Like, uh, I, when he went through on goal, I had no confidence he was gonna tuck it away, but nah. tuck it away, he did. I thought he'd taken one touch too many and the keeper had narrowed it, but he sure, sh- <laughs> he sure showed me. Bloody hell, <laughs> <to> say. <laughs> He really did. Like I thought, yeah, yeah. like I've been, I've been me and Gareth. To be fair, to give him his due, we've been a bit more defensive of Ross Stewart. But I, I will agree. When he went through, I wasn't too confident, <laughs> especially when it looked like he took it wide and it didn't look like yeah. there was an option in the middle. But a quality finish, like such mm. a good finish, and they couldn't really handle him all afternoon, Plymouth. I no, thought. No. And, like, yeah, fair enough. That's a low bar. But <laughs> he was winning it. You know, when you're winning those type of flick-ons, when you're finishing like that, it probably doesn't matter who in this division that's against. That'll cause problems. And his work rate's quite good as well. He was helping us, like, press, which yeah, yeah. Plymouth's, like, trying to play out from the back, I thought was a bit weird. Uh, <laughs> and that, think... that was that was good stuff. That was really <laughs> good. I mean, I know they've got the... It's, it's still Ryan Lowe there as the manager. And I know he's kind of the kind of progressive manager that wants to play football in the right way but flipping egg it's like it was a, <laughs> it was on, an man. accident waiting to happen and we sh- we really should have capitalized on more of that because they were not Ooh, good boy. <laughs> Ooh, boy. They were not good. well we managed to capitalize it on some way um and obviously ross stewart's first goal assisted by lyndon gooch who i think for me would get the man of the match award yep. he's even over the course of the, not not maybe that whole run of um, failing to win over that seven games, but certainly over the last like three, maybe maybe four games, has been probably the only player you can say is in quite some decent form. And he was excellent today. That was a brilliant assist for Stewart's goal. And that, like a little nutmeg he did on the halfway oh, line. Oh, that was nice. First, that was gorgeous, wasn't it? It was, was a lovely. player. It's a player playing with confidence. And he's, you know, he's been sort of in fits and starts at times. Gooch, he's... Obviously, you know, he's had players like McGeady ahead of him at times, Jordan Jones, even Jack Diamond's been getting in the team ahead of him at various points in the season. And he's had bad runs of form and we know that Gooch will do that. But when he plays like this, that's when he's one of the best players in the division as well. And going in <laughs> to say what we kept saying on the on the pod the other week, going into the playoffs, you want your confident attacking dangerous players oh, yeah. in good form. And he really exhibited that today. Yeah, I thought he was absolutely excellent. And as you say, it's um, he is like our manager. He is a bit of a streaky mm. character and he goes through these patches of form. And I mean, he's had quite, a, I'd say, a relatively quiet season by his standards. He yeah. usually pops up with more goals than this. But that performance today uh, gives you like a bit more optimism going into the playoffs. And we have, and he is one of our better players. And if he turns in performances like that, um, like today in the playoffs, then yeah, why not? I mean, I'm not particularly confident about the playoffs, but if you have players... <laughs> you won't be saying that pl- this time next week after we turn um, over Northampton. <laughs> well, not this time next week. This time next week plus one day, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, but yeah, he was very good and he was all he was a constant uh, problem for Plymouth. And yeah, I mean, that nutmeg. Oh, that was lovely. And it's also the ball, the the ball to Stuart for that, um, for the opening goal to split the, I mean, I, I don't know if it was offside. It's it's hard to tell. You know, we're reliant on the EFL cameraman, as, <laughs> as Frankie would say. But to actually spot him and the weight of pass on the, uh, so the weight of pass was perfect and all Stuart needed to do was keep his, you know, composure and finish it off and what he did. Yeah, and 
like he should have had one for himself. Maybe we could have had a few more. And but quite yeah. lucky with that one that um, went just wide. I think actually hit the post, didn't it? Right yeah. at the end of the first half, where Stewart did well to find him actually because mm. yes. Diamond's pass wasn't the best. I'm credited Diamond for the way he brought that out on on the break. To be fair, but. Stuart reacted well, found Gooch, good effort. And, you know, on, on another day, that maybe does go yeah, just yeah. other side of the post, doesn't it? But Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, like you say, deserved to to get on the score sheet, but his, his performance was still fantastic. He might have had his eye on the penalty, which was taken by Chris Maguire for Sunderland's second goal. We've been clamoring for him to, to come on, on on the on the pod and various people have been on social media, or at least why has he not been getting more minutes? He did today. He got, he got about 25 minutes, I think. He won about 65 minutes. Mm-hmm. Almost scored with his first touch. That, that would have been great. That would have been so good. <laughs> would have been better if it went in after the save, though, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, yes, yes. Where the keeper thinking he's done his job and it just <laughs> tri- just bubbles over. Good defender, actually, from the, right from up, yeah. um, But he was... You know, he showed, didn't he, Maguire, that that's why he's a useful option when you need a player to step up in a in a game like that where <clears throat> you're battering the opposition, which you were at that point because they'd obviously had the man sent off, hilariously sent off, lunging in like that just after just, you bowled level when you're on a booking. Like. Just so, <laughs> just such a stupid team. Like Plymouth are a stupid team. It's like, see... <laughs> Well, they got themselves back. when they got themselves back into it. I thought, you know, it's going to be one of these again. These situations where we we managed to somehow conspire to not win a game, and my god, they just handed it back to us on a plate. I was like, what? What on earth is he playing at? <laughs> it's just the typical. We've just scored. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm going. Oh no! Oh no! no, no. I'm being sent off. <laughs> oh, I was like. He said Danny was saying in commentary that he'd been trying that all game. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Just like... Love it. Want us to sign him, to be yeah, honest, yeah. after that. <laughs> big, big, big fan. Um, but yeah, Maguire, um, to, to go back to him, when yes. you've... When you're pushing on and you feel like, oh, we're battering them, but their keepers making saves and you know, hitting the, the woodwork and stuff like that, you just think, oh, like, and you, when you're in bad form as well, and you're like, God, we just can't do anything right. He is the type of player who you want in that situation because he's, he's there for big moments. He had no hesitation to take the penalty. He wanted to take that free kick when he as soon as he came on and he just pops up in those little pockets, which makes it so awkward for defenders and mm. going into the playoffs. You're going to, I'm not saying start him, but you're going to want to use him and him getting not just a run out of day, but a massive contribution. It's going to do him the world of good, isn't it? And Johnson's got to manage him correctly from here as well, crucially. Oh, yeah. I, I was just thinking that maybe this is a masterstroke by uh, Lee Johnson that I haven't given him credit for by keeping <laughs> like keeping a, a pissed off Chris Maguire just in the background and then unleashing him on the playoffs. <laughs> and then we, uh, you know, he comes back to haunt Portsmouth like he tends to do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've been asking, well, we've been saying we, we sh- he should be put back in the team. And he, he shows how what he can do. I mean, the penalty, excellent. And it's just he's. The I don't know. He's the command he has over the rest of the team. He's pro, like he is probably he's one of our more, more senior players, and um, and yeah, he's 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 a man for the big occasions. He'll create these chances that are not usually there. Like like Jack Diamond wouldn't create chances no. like Chris Maguire would, and it's just he's like streetwise. Um, he's a streetwise player. Yeah. He can. Put, sp- you know, he can wind up the opposition and whatnot. And he is, I mean, 
I'd be more confident having him on the pitch during the playoffs than Diamond, who he still... Yeah, what did you make of his performance today, Jack Diamond? uh, Like, kind of frustrating and, like... I don't understand. I don't understand a lot of his decision making um, at times. Like the the one where he did really well in the first half to win the ball back on on the um, on the line, and then he's he's gone through on goal. And yeah, every everyone is thinking just just have a shot. You're about ten yards out. Just have a shot. And he's played You're entitled a pass. to. <laughs> yeah, it's like you've done the work here. Just have yeah. a crack. And he's played a pass to that no one really saw was on. I don't know. He's. I think he's still raw and he's still young and he's still learning. But when it comes to the crunch, I think I'd rather, you know, give it to give it to Maguire for yeah. to see what he can do in these playoff games because I don't know with Diamond. It's like you want young players to work out, but just in this moment, I don't think it's really. That's it, he's, isn't he's it? Not like, really doing it. Is is it the timing? I thought I thought today was one of his better games um, in like his sort of run of recent form, but he's just a classic young player. And this, this isn't necessarily a criticism because you hope this will just get ironed out in time for every good thing. There's something not necessarily terrible, but questionable. And actually the way he created that chance where he should have had the shot and didn't is probably a really good example of it Mm. or where he created that break for us, but didn't get the pass quite, quite right. And a couple of instances where he just sort of, was on the ball in the middle of the pitch and got robbed of it. That happened twice yeah, in the first yeah. half. And it's like, oh, like, come on, mate. Cause like you say, there's positive attributes there and you wanted to work for him, but he's, he's, he's made a contribution a day yeah. and, we, and we've won the game. So there's, there's, you know, you'd hopefully just take the positives from that and he'll know what the negatives are and can yeah. hopefully work on that. The coach and staff will, will know what the, the negatives were from that. And they'll hopefully work on that as well. I mean, uh, I like, a, I like his energy because he's yeah. always driving forward. He's always he's like positive in his movement. He's he always wants to go forward, but yeah, this certain things that just need to be ironed out. And again, how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study? People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is only like second full season 
in like professional football. Yeah, because yeah, he was on Harrogate last, last season. Year, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, and exactly. In first season playing for a club, I know fans aren't there, but with bigger expectation. Mm-hmm. And he'll be aware of that having came yeah, through yeah. the EU system and, and stuff like that. But, you, you know, this season, whatever... You know, he signed that new deal. So whatever league we're in next season, he's going to be here and, and playing a part. And this season will be valuable. It's not too rare that the following summer or the start of the next season, rather, they do look much better for that season and, and the pre-season after and, and reflecting on it, etc. So it, it's hopefully all positive yeah. experience for him. Um <laughs> Attacking wise, really good, and like you've said, Tom, we should have maybe probably had even more than than three. But Plymouth did probably deserve a goal, but mainly because of not much that they were doing. But if we are being hypercritical, the defense still wasn't the tightest. Um, I did think Lee Birch had a good game, made a really good yeah, yeah. save um, in the in the first half. Anyway, got down low and tipped away. I forget who the shot was, but. There was that one in the first half where we were just determined to, where oh, we just bobbled around loads and they fired wide. Yeah. And the goal, even like we just kept giving them chance after chance to put the cross in. Hume was quite weak for defending. Um, yep. And yeah. it, 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 it's more just actually when the ball was coming in, wasn't it? We looked a bit shaky because sort of when they were running at us and we had our shape, we, were, we looked quite comfortable, I thought. And yeah. Bailey Wright looked a bit more encouraging, but. It's still not. It's still far from perfect, is it? <laughs> no, it's still missing like like the calm headedness of mm-hmm. like Sanderson, and it, he's such he's such a miss. And um, yeah, we that the one in the first half that was a warning that was like because we were playing. We I felt we had control of the game, and then that was like, oh no, there's still big issues here, mm-hmm. um, and a better team probably would have took it took advantage of that, and thankfully. Um, Plymouth's uh, the striker they had is terrible. So uh, <laughs> yeah, thankfully. And then, uh, <laughs> and then their actual goal, like you said, we gave them so many chances to put it in, and it's 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 so it's so frustrating seeing that. But fortunately, it's it's not Costas. Yeah, is that is that the positive? The fact that in you know the previous seven games that's been it for us. Yeah. And you know, we were saying this on, on the preview pod on that we recorded on Wednesday night that it was very similar. We got relegated to the championship, one goal and, and that was it. And we would crumble. Yeah, yeah. We'd at best get a draw whereas today I know they had the man sent off, but we were straight on the front foot after they yeah, scored yeah, and, and that sending off comes about because of our own attacking play as well. And we don't just eke out a 2-1 we were 3-1 and good value for us so yeah. doing that shows a bit more of a positive mentality yeah. being worried about the mentality so yes the defense isn't performing as well as it should be but the mentality does seem a lot more positive and that's yeah. again I'll use the phrase what you need going into the playoffs yeah it's just like I think when they scored that uh, when they scored it was like well we are playing well going forward. We can get at this team. We will get more chances against them. So I think I'm glad that it looks, the players look like that as well, seem to have that similar mm-hmm. uh, mind frame. And, you know, they just kind of imploded really. But it's because of our pressure that they were forced into making these stupid challenges. And again, like again, it's a bit more positive because it's a game where we've had a setback. We've gone... And we've overcome that setback, and that's going to be important when we play like better teams in the uh, the coming weeks. Um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, uh, as well, like 
I think that mentality thing is really important because over <laughs> if you're if yes, if your defense isn't the strongest, but if attacking wise you're quite strong, I'm gonna put some um, this isn't me being all like I'm a nineties mag and being like, well, we're the entertainers, but <laughs> if if you're free scoring and we kind of saw a little bit this in um when we beat Lincoln 4-0, obviously it was John that was Johnson's what second game in charge. Yeah, yeah. That we weren't great defensively that day. And Lincoln maybe should have scored a couple of goals, but we scored four and maybe could have had another one or two. Mm. So yeah, yeah. if you're confident and your mentality's there, that right, if they score, but don't worry, we'll if they get one, we'll get two or three. Like and over two legs as well. In you can maybe afford a bit of that, but it's 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 easier said than done. <laughs> it's hard to keep that mentality and you're relying on you're putting a lot of pressure on your attacking players as well. It's not the more solid plan, but it is the, like, the, but that's what the playoffs are like. They're chaotic yeah. and they're always fit. That's why people like watching them, especially, well, when you're not involved. Yeah. That's why people oh, like yeah, watch, yeah. watching them. So I, I'm going to all... enjoy the championship ones and the league. Oh, two oh ones. yeah, that, that's <laughs> fine. It, the great, this is the greatest part of the season as long as your team's not involved because yeah. it's always frantic and it's the, the usually quite high scoring. Obviously, the last one we were in finished 1 0 over two <laughs> legs, but like, the, great. usually chaotic. And if we go into that, if we can think, well, all right, we're, we're going to concede, but we will score. And that's not, the, that's not the worst kind of frame of mind to go into these, these two one-off games, yeah. so to speak. So, Especially when you've got Charlie White. I know he didn't play today, but Charlie White's got yeah. 30 goals this season. Maguire, I think that might have been his eighth goal this season. And he McGee- scored that many. <laughs> Or maybe that was the stat. Maybe I'm getting that mixed up with the goal involvement stats. Oh, right, okay. But he, he did get he a few. Probably, early, he probably has scored that many. Early just, in the season, didn't yeah. he? Because obviously he was, he was starting and, you know, under, under Parkinson especially. Um, some, someone will, will correct us. I'm, just I'm feels sure. a lifetime ago, to be fair. That, yeah, really that era. So a long, a long <laughs> season. That's only been extended by at least two more games. Oh, yeah. Um we got the winter day, of course. We saw Peterborough, um, just a, a quick little mention of this. Ugh. We saw Peterborough did guarantee their promotion, but with a 3-3 draw after being uh, 3-0 down against Lincoln. And Peterborough kind of stumbling over the line. It makes you think, doesn't it? Like, if we just hadn't been totally shit over those yeah. seven games. Like, they were there. They were there for the Two taking. defeats turned into wins, and then yeah. we're going into the last day, and it's still possible, and... It makes it a bit frustrating, doesn't it? It does. They were there, like I said, they're there for the taking. And if we'd just been just a modicum of like consistent one, maybe two of the games, we'd they'd be I don't know what the points difference is, but we'd be a lot closer than I we are. I think if we had um I did have the table up here. Um I think if we'd got an extra we'd only be two points behind if the if the table I'm looking at is up to date. Um it has us on 76, which if that's correct going off um our points as Peter Brown 84, which I believe is correct as well. So we'd only be like I say two points behind no, and no, going to the last day you never know. But yeah. what is what is actually quite good about the result is uh Lincoln will just stack in it. They yeah. put they put themselves into a position where it's like oh hey, hey up like automatics on here yeah and then to blow it like three nil open to three nil it's just um to three three it is a psychological thing and it's like well we we did have the chance there maybe sneaking in automatically and then they're like oh well all right well we'll go the playoffs go on man yeah (laughs) it's like 
it, it, for as much as like everyone said, like we're going into the or potentially going into the playoffs in bad form. No one's going into a particularly strong. No, like the no. current the the other teams in there currently, as it stands, are Lincoln, Blackpool, and Portsmouth. Portsmouth's obviously had a bit of a revival under the Cowleys, but still haven't been brilliant. Blackpool they had that run earlier, but they've been sort of hit and miss. Obviously, they've, they've beaten us, but aside from that, I don't think they've been too convincing. Did get a three 0 win over Northampton today, but yeah, you know, they're already gone. Though, they? yeah, yeah, exactly. That they got relegated today. Um, Portsmouth they beat Wimbledon three one. To be fair to them. Um, but Portsmouth could still slip out. They're, Oxford are only a point behind them. Lincoln have one more game to play than us, but I believe they play Charlton in midweek. Charlton need to to win to keep their playoff hopes alive too. So again, it could be, you've mentioned it, Tom, it's, it's a lottery and it could be, I know it's Sunderland in the playoffs and we're right to be negative going into the playoffs being Sunderland fans <laughs> given our history and our recent history. Pessimistic would be the word, Rory. Yeah, not, ne- not negative. Yeah, yeah, very well put, very well put. Um, but it's worth bearing in mind, I think, that no one's going into this particularly strong and if we can beat... Northampton and obviously we'd need Lincoln with a game in hand and level on points with us. We need them to lose at least at least once. They only need four points really to, to guarantee third. But if we finish strongly, finish third, then you're going into it potentially actually in a much more positive frame of mind than we would have expected. And then it's a lottery and yeah. you don't know, do you? Although I've just said, if we do, uh, I just assumed we were in fourth. Uh, but we're actually in third, and I was yeah. just like another two-legged playoff against fucking Portsmouth. <laughs> just like it might not, not be them, it might be Oxford, and that would be quite even hilarious worse. if they got some revenge on us. Like oh. after we mugged them off, um, but probably that one could be one to talk about on a, one of the pods coming yeah. up during the week. Um, and also, we might be we might have uh, fans back in the stadium for which for, is why it's important to finish third or fourth because. Mm-hmm. You know, that will make a difference in the second leg. Like, yeah. even if, you know, after not going to football for over a year, you just go in there and boo them. That'll be a fun <laughs> That's one. what I was thinking. That'd be so, that'd be so typical. Just boo them off. I haven't seen them. For, we left them with chucking away that game against Gillingham. The 90, 94th minute equaliser, whatever it was, from Mick Almandron for Gillingham. And then we return to see, um, I don't know, John Marquis knock us out of the playoffs. How about that? That would be, that'd be so, so beautifully Sunderland. But hopefully not. We're feeling positive tonight. Hopefully we turn over Northampton next week and we go into the playoffs in a good bit of form. Um, we'll end on Tom. How's your confidence level feeling? How we go? What's our final league position going to be? And has this changed your um, mentality personally going into <laughs> those playoffs? Um, I think we'll finish third because I don't think Lincoln will overtake us. I think they're playing Charlton away next, and I don't think they'll beat them after. Yeah, I'm not sure who they have on the final day, but I'm sure uh, they've got Charlton midweek. Do have? They do have. They got. A, they go away at Charlton, and then they're at home to Wimbledon. Okay, so, so you're I expecting think, at least three points. From, yeah, yeah. From, yeah. So I, I think I, I think we'll we'll beat Lincoln. Uh, we'll beat Northampton, and then be in the playoffs. And I imagine it. I imagine it's going to be Portsmouth. Um, probably not that confident. Probably still a bit pessimistic about it, but I don't know. <laughs> With Portsmouth, it's a funny one because they yeah. always seem to think they'll do us, but when the push comes to the shove. They never actually do. 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, you, we don't know. I think if we finish third and we get Portsmouth or Oxford, I'll think, well, we'll probably get the final. Charlton, just because of like, you know, <laughs> superstition more than anything, like, well, might as well got they re- Charlton, have, either, like. Charlton have got to pull out the fire if they want to get in the playoffs They do, now. yeah, they do. But you, you never know games that can quite fancy them. Um, yeah, I but I, it, it, it's done my confidence levels that the world are good and, you know, going to go out for a, for a beer now and then. Oh, right. be, yeah, sorry all to rub right. it in, Tom. Yeah, for yeah, for regular right, people who don't listen to regular Tom lives in Austria. They're still under lockdown. But for for how many more weeks? Not not much longer. Um, in theory, well, it, Austria is opening on the nineteenth of May, so not long to go now. No, not long to go. Not yeah, long yeah. Ago. Eighteen days to go. Eighteen, 18 days. days. <laughs> well, uh, Gareth and Stephen, they'll be back on Monday to look um, at this one in a bit more detail. Um, I'll be reunited with Matt uh, probably on Wednesday night to look ahead to the last normal game of the season, maybe way up because um, I believe Lincoln will play Charlton by then, so we might have a clearer idea of what the playoff picture is going to be. So we can look ahead to that a little bit too. Um, but Thanks for joining us, Tom, on the Reaction Pod. I um, hope the listeners problem. have enjoyed um, a little bit of European flair <laughs> coming in the Reaction Pod this week. <laughs> um, but as ever, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.